Hey guys, this is LJ or Laura Jane back with another two new podcasts coming through. And today I want to talk about this idea, this quote that comes from my recent re-entry into those yoga sutras, that original text that was put together to try to describe what yoga is at its foundations, which really helps us to see that yoga is much more of a psychological practice and or even spiritual practice than it is a system of exercises. But along those lines, this is what I'm thinking about, this idea, this line. An advanced yogi's mind has a quality of deep silence. And I get that from the translation of the Yoga Sutras from one of my favorite teachers, Ravi Ravindra. And whenever I hear this quote, it reminds me how much I'm not an advanced yogi yet. <laughs> Even though I've been teaching yoga, quote unquote, teaching for over 20 years and practicing it for longer than that. Learning about it, studying it discovering, experiencing yoga, as someone like Alan Watts would help us remember that yoga is something we might more experience than do, because yoga, remember, just means union to join, to connect. So it's interesting that a big part of the yogic practices, whatever form of yoga we think we're trying, so yes, even in the middle of a yoga pose, we're invited to practice this thing called quieting the mind or try it, experiment with it. <laughs> and also just check out what is happening in that mind as part of the discovery and the connection. And then even play with different things we can do in that mind, right? With our imagination, with things like more focus on spiritual connection, receptivity, inspiration, intuition, a big part of this is this idea that quieting that mind is a good idea, is helpful, and that yes, an advanced yogi's mind would have a quality of deep silence. And at least right now I'm reminding myself that we can interpret that as at least some of the time, right? Because <laughs> I think some of us get this idea that we're going to click into this mode all of a sudden where our mind's going to just shut off and then we will just now live in this quiet mind life. And I've come to think that as much as I'm very hopeful and idealistic, <laughs> and I really have high belief in what's possible for us humans, I don't know that we should aim for that as what we're thinking is going to happen for us. Because that mind is generally pretty active, right? And it also serves us. And again, it's also a source of inspiration, intuition. So we wouldn't even necessarily want to shut it off forever, right? But why quiet it? Well, yes, one of the reasons we can see is because too much mind, too much being in our head starts to create problems of its own, right? And often our mind and that thinking is the source of most of our problems and misery and suffering, right? Whether it's in our perceptions of things, our perspectives, how our psychology is going, translates into our mental health, right? So thinking that busy mind is often the source of our misery and so 
that's one good reason to learn to and cultivate and practice and try quieting the mind more and even seeing if we could have moments of quiet finding ways to do that and that's where we can see there are all sorts of practices built that help us to to just find that quiet mind more and develop that and cultivate that that can help us things like the use of sound can be a great way to quiet the mind right or just being in like immersive environments like nature can help us quiet the mind so lots of ways we can quiet that mind but yes one of the reasons why we might do that or see that even as a source of relief and or even a way towards more like peace and even enlightenment is because yeah first of all that mind is often the source of our suffering as much as we're often just trying to figure things out so our practices can help us learn to practice and try out and get better at quieting that mind and that we could start to think just like anything that we practice we might start to get better at more skilled with and thus experience more moments of quiet mind and then maybe yes we get to feel like we're an advanced yogi with even just a quality of deep silence right so i think we can even see no we're not expecting you an advanced yogi just walking around with quiet mind all the time but maybe it's also just about a listening mind and that's what we can see like a meditative mind is intended to be and that's what the mind set mind approach we're invited to bring in whenever we're practicing any sort of yoga to just be in more of a listening mind versus maybe talking to ourselves all the time so more of a listening mind so that means yes listening to the thoughts and then that can be helpful too to just notice what is on our mind how the thoughts are going how we're thinking how we're focusing how we're imagining how we're remembering and how that's affecting how we're feeling right and even how we're manifesting so that's where it's helpful to be just in that listening mode and not even always just trying to turn off the mind because listening to it noticing is helpful and then also just being in more of a listening mode in our environment which is like mindfulness right just more listening to sounds there's a dog barking as i say that <laughs> feeling sensations being present in our environment in our body more this all can be part of helping us cultivate those qualities of presence that can go with more stillness and quiet in the mind right so and then that there is yeah this peace to quieting the mind because it's often stressing us out right so it even can help our nervous system and then interestingly we can we can calm our physiology change our physiology as a way to calm the mind too right and that's some of how things like those yoga poses or any sort of movement can work things like that right breath even stillness so quieting practicing that finding the things that do that for us as a big part and heart of what we can see things like yoga are teaching us and now we can start to see more why why the yogis thought this was a good idea and built this in as like the heart of the practices and the an advanced yogi would have a quality of deep silence in their mind right and then then yeah i just want to mention one more aspect that's an exciting fun spiritual part of the quieting is that you know many teachers would tell us traditions and yoga too that in the quiet 
is where we might find more of that spiritual connection, right? Where like God is, be it in that receptive mode. So that listening more for like spiritual guidance, infinite wisdom, intuition, ideas, solutions, right? So that's another reason to go into that quiet because that's where we often are going to receive that, right? So just a little from me to you on how and why the quiet mind is such a foundation of the yogic approach and something that could be so helpful for a lot of us modern people. Again, whichever ways we might be thinking we're exploring things like yoga, just feeling more connected, right, in all the ways we can. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Let me know what you think and hope you have a day of maybe playing with more moments of quiet mind and noticing how that might help and shift and tune you. (laughs) Thanks for listening. This is Laura Jane. Adios.